Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 129 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. We are coming to New York City, uh, doing a live show as part of New York Comic Con Presents. You can get tickets for that show right now. It's bit.ly forward slash we got NY. That's all lowercase. It's going to be on Sunday, October 8th. 6 p.m. at the Hudson Mercantile. We are going to have a great guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. I'm going to save it for later, but get your tickets now. The live shows are always a blast. And if you're going to be there for New York Comic Con, you can come see the show. If you're in New York and not coming to Comic Con, you can come see the show because you do not need an NYCC badge to get in. So get your tickets right now, bit.ly forward slash we got NY. We'll see you there. We'll also see you at Dragon Con, Labor Day weekend in Atlanta. Uh, we have our panel upcoming. We're going to do a live recording with guest Scott Adsit. Finally, we're going to redo the episode you wanted us to overturn. That is best superpower. And that is coming during Labor Day weekend at Dragon Con. So we'll see you in Atlanta. We'll have all sorts of panels and shows. We're doing signings. You can see us there. It's going to be a great time. But for now... Enjoy episode 129 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Oceans or pools? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hal, it's summertime. Summertime, summer, summer, summertime. Summertime, summertime, summer, summer, summertime, summertime, summertime. Um, no more teachers. No, that's the beginning of summer. This is the end of summer. Yeah, but it's still summertime. So we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the best places to swim. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about the best place to the swim. The best place to swim. Because it comes down to two things. But, but first, uh, Haley Thompson suggested this. Let me get that out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Haley. Uh, we have a guest to help us out. This what? is, by the way, I put this on the Facebook group today, but this is the shortest time in recording an episode uh, with a guest and then that episode going up because we we're recording this on Monday, mm-hmm. August 14th. And tomorrow, August 15th, this episode goes live. So we're Ooh. in real time. And our guest is one half of the double clicks. She's a writer. She's a comedian. She's a podcaster. She's an all-around great human being. And she's long overdue to be on this show, Angela Weber. Hello! Hi, Angela! I'm so happy to be here. New to Los Angeles. Yes. Welcome. A week ago. A week! Yeah. What have you done this week? Uh, uh, we have done a lot of work in our house. <laughs> we're, uh, I'm releasing, we're releasing an album tomorrow, so there's a lot of things to be done. But I feel like I've also spent some time swimming, which I think we should talk about later. Yeah. I don't want to spoil or like color my opinion about that. And, uh, <laughs> really not enough good stuff to answer that question. That's fair. Yeah. Well, like when you move, that's the first thing that yeah. happens. Yeah. Lots of panic attacks and traffic. Like just oh, so yeah. many of them. Yeah. You're, you're like super new to the point and you, you are from Portland yes. where you don't, you don't need to drive, but you drove there. Yeah. I did drive there and I drive and we do have like left turns in Portland, but it's not the anarchy that it is here. Right. It's just a little bit much in this area. Yeah. It's super aggressive. Yeah. What, 
that, did you you drove down right? Yes, we and did. You, drive had down. you driven in LA before? Because I, I feel yeah. like the times you visited, there have been times where you had a car, and times where you were just like, like you just didn't have a car. Yeah, I visit and I I will drive when I visit, and I thought I was like, I'm fine, I love LA, but like I think it's the stress of like you have to figure out your entire life now. Everything is depending on you. Mm-hmm. You may run into a celebrity at any time, Could and happen. also traffic is the gosh darn worse. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. the worst, which is such but, a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. That's what, that's what podcasts are for, for sitting in traffic. Yeah. So here's to everybody who's sitting in traffic right now looking for some escapism. Yeah. What yeah. they're getting is more about traffic. You're welcome. <laughs> did you have um, – growing up, did you have – like uh, – well, I'll, let me set this up. Yeah. In, in Philly, when I was a little kid, we listened to WMMR, which was classic rock. Wimmer. Wimmer. And John DeBella was the morning DJ at the morning zoo, and he would give you the traffic, but he would say, like, uh, instead of the Delaware Expressway, it was the DeBellaware Expressway. You'd oh, come up with, the, like, oh, traffic down the DeBellaware Expressway. I can't remember any of the other ones, but it was, like, the 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 Horse 95 or whatever. <laughs> Did you have that? Did you have, like, a crazy, wacky traffic person on the radio? Yeah. Well, I grew up outside of Boston. Okay. And so we were always concerned about the traffic, but I don't remember that being interesting in any way when it happened there's traffic on the threes and we tune into it and like our clock in our car was always wrong because we're always late everywhere and so we'd set it (laughs) ahead and then we would i just hated listening to talk radio all the time so we'd have to listen to it extra because our clock was wrong to get to the threes (laughs) and then it's boston so it's just like traffic is terrible and everyone's angry like that's every time. Isn't everyone just angry all the time in Boston? Yeah, anyway? yeah. Every, on the threes, at least they're always. Uh, we used to have our air traffic guy was he was like his reports were totally fine, but he went by the name Buck Naked. Oh, that's hilarious! This is Tennessee. Wow. <laughs> so it was I'm Buck Naked in an airplane, or I'm Buck Naked over Knoxville. That's pretty good. Oh, I just got that. Yeah, that's so good. Isn't that great? It's really good. Like Let's talk deer. about swimming. Okay. Yeah, the topic uh, is oceans versus pools. Yes. Mm-hmm. So lakes are right out, huh? Lakes are out. Lakes la- are gross. <laughs> is it because are- the water's stagnant? To me, it is. I don't. I feel like it's. A, there are people who like in Los Angeles. I feel like your question would only be ocean versus pool. Yeah. But like, if you're right. outside of Boston, where I grew up, it would be like, and there would be lakes and ponds in there and rivers. Yes, rivers are. Fa- I love rivers. Yeah, there's something. I guess when you fly over lakes, like a lake from an airplane makes it look really gross. You know what I mean? Like lakes just look like standing water on a gross part of the country when you're looking really? at them from an airplane. I didn't expect you to judge so hard on a lake. <laughs> no, I look, I grew up on lakes. I loved being in the lake. Do you? Yeah, Did you? I loved, I loved uh, water skiing. I loved uh, going out on a boat. And this was in Tennessee. We had a lot of boats and areas to go out on them but like yeah if you got in the water you immediately needed a shower and if your feet touched the bottom of a lake it's the bottom of a lake is the grossest thing in the world D- depends on the lake yeah it doesn't clean itself out like the ocean does yeah. i guess right. and it doesn't have the the filtration system that you install in a pool yeah so so lakes are gone yeah they're what in lakes <laughs> at, were never a contender in this. at syracuse they, they, the crew team practiced on Lake Onondaga, which 
I think was famous for having a several inches thick deposit of mercury at the bottom. Oh. So it was sort of like how I understand the rivers of America to be at Disneyland, which is mm-hmm. you do not touch the water no. lest you die. Like you will immediately age like the villain in Last Crusade and die like <laughs> yeah. just, as if soon you as you touch the water, it. You've chosen poorly. Yeah. What is rivers of America at Disneyland? Uh, it's where the, uh, it, it's over by Frontierland and, uh, and pirates. Yeah. It's, it's where New Orleans Square it is. So New it's like a Square. setting river. It's yeah. not like a go in this river. No, no, no. no. It's just go in a boat in this river. Although they do fantastic. They also have the Davy Crockett Explorer canoe. So you're sitting in a canoe and rowing you could very easily touch that water. And, and then isn't there, is there a protocol? Mark, you worked at Disneyland. Isn't mm-hmm. there a protocol for if you get into that water or am I? Insane? Yeah, you're immediately burned. Okay. It's yeah. like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just like, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. You're dead. I'm you're, sorry. You disappear. You're a bad egg. <laughs> <laughs> so, Angela. Yes. Did you, are you a big swimmer? Do you enjoy swimming a lot? Not really. Um, I'm so glad this is the topic yeah, that we're discussing. Well, no, like, I, I have, like, since I've been here, but mm-hmm. I, I grew up outside of Boston and there's, like, we had a lot of lakes and stuff, but I also, I just, um, I hate my body, so I don't go in, in public into water very much. The, uh, me too? Yeah. Me I, three. I always was, I, I feel like a lot of, always had a shirt on all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, kind of defeats the purpose because as soon as you get out, you become, like, boat, like, I was like fat Bo Derek where it like <laughs> just clung. It became like, oh, he's got a second skin. It just says Ocean Pacific on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I like I like the um idea of swimming a lot and I found it very relaxing of late. And I have a lot of opinions about the ocean and pools. Can I say one more thing about lakes before Would we Would you please as many as you want. Just yeah. before we like ignore that they exist, is that <laughs> uh uh Walden Pond, which is I think technically a lake but called a pond i'm not mm. sure how science goes is like one of the <laughs> nicest places in the world okay yeah and but and that's why Thoreau never left yeah he's that's like, why well, he's, he's still there right that's, he, he's to this day there. again like last crusade he's still he's just there protecting the pond yeah. mm-hmm. dressed like an old knight <laughs> <laughs> is but very, where is walden lake is that uh, uh, near where you grew up yeah walden pond is like near concord and stuff where mm. like America was born and things like that. Uh, it's very pleasant. Uh, it's just, it's just a nice, it's a nice place where I feel like people from the Boston area can kind of finally be like, we're supposed to be appreciating nature right now. And so mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Like we're appreciating nature. It's very big people and pleasant. From Boston can even make that sound like a threat. <laughs> we will appreciate nature. <laughs> Just imagine what Thoreau would be like when he was here. So let's do that. But, yeah. He would probably be like, you guys, there's too many people. In this yeah. <laughs> I'm wicked hiding. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I want to talk about body shape for a little, yeah, please. A little bit more. Because I found that since, since I met Jennifer and especially since I got married, that I'm not as con- – like I certainly think about it, but I'm a little bit less – uh, like I'm okay to just get in. Like we were all in the Joko cruise. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is the part where I just take my shirt off and get in the pool because it's hot and I want to get in the pool. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly I stayed in the water below my, <laughs> like the neck was right above the yeah. water line, but still I had less of a problem. Do you find that to be the case? Yeah, definitely as I've gotten older. And I feel like uh, there are a few things. First of all, like with a lot of my insecurities, I'll see other, especially like women my age who are like, 
owning themselves like right. mm-hmm. and being like, you know, I'm fat and I'm great and like this is just the kind of clothes I like and I'm like I'm so inspired by that that I feel like if I were to reclaim my own power, it would be inspiring to somebody else. So it's like, yeah. let's do it. Pay the, pay the inspiration forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, I don't know. I guess I just don't care that much. Like right. I yeah. just overall more confident in the things that I'm proud of about myself. So I don't care as much if I'm, you know, whatever, if I don't love the way I look in a particular way. Right. Good for you. I don't know. But now you're here. It's been really hot, like the last yeah, it's been ridiculous couple of weeks. Yeah. So, and that's sort of moved. You you've been swimming since you since you yeah. Got here. So I, this is the first time in my life, but the that I've stayed in a house that has a pool. So it's like the best okay. possible yeah, situation. Nice. Oh, like yeah. the, the person who has been kind enough to let us stay with uh, her is just like, well, I've got a pool in my backyard, so I don't even have to go into public when I can go swimming. It's like the greatest thing <laughs> ever. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. There's a float shaped like a unicorn. Oh, oh we got is, another did you one. bring that float with you? No. Like, that seems like something you would add to that pool. That's yeah. true. Uh, <laughs> we did very nearly buy one. But then we also bought one that looks like an avocado and the pit comes out and it's a beach ball. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead right now and say that pool toys, there's no ocean toys. Pool toys are definitely a mark in favor of the swimming pool. Well, I, yes, but if you take a snorkel, if you've seen a kid with goggles and a snorkel in a pool, and all they're going to see is cement <laughs> and maybe butts. some nice tile work and butts. Yeah. So many butts. So many butts. Usually it's – if somebody's doing that, it's because I did it when I was like eight or nine. It's because you want to go and mess with people and like grab them by the ankles and scare them, which does not scare anyone because clearly there's a kid with a snorkel <laughs> on – Coming up to your feet. <laughs> He's right there. There he is. Like, oh, you startled me. Wave that I saw coming from six feet away. Mark, how good a swimmer are you? I'm a really good swimmer, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I took lessons as a kid. And so I learned. Uh, there are some strokes that I cannot do. I, I'm a good freestyle swimmer. I'm a good breaststroke swimmer. Mm-hmm. I cannot at all do the backstroke. Uh, because I feel like I'm going to sink and I, and butterfly, I like, God bless Michael Phelps and all of the swimmers in the Olympics, because that stroke looks impossible to me. And if I did that, I would just look like I was drowning and flailing and I wouldn't go anywhere. Hold on a second. So do you not, will you not back float in a pool because you think you'll sink? It feels weird. Like when I, when, you know, when like when you're in a pool and you like breathe in, and you like float, and then as you exhale, it's like, oh, I better not exhale all of this because I'm going to sink to the bottom of the pool. Yeah. And when you breathe in again, I don't like that that undulation. It's it's jarring and scary to me. I can't relax on my back in a pool. So did you? But you took like the American Red Cross classes where it's like beginner, advanced, beginner, intermediate, advanced. Did you I, ever have those like in summer camp? Did you have these? No, did I took, I did take swimming lessons, but it was just at like a ladies' pool. Yeah, I just took them at, at, at <laughs> just the some straight, just wait, they come in. lady. I'll teach you to swim. <laughs> I'll teach you the world. Was her house made of candy? Yeah. Yeah. Did she have a chicken foot house? <laughs> yes. Mm, Do I you think, know her? Yeah, Baba Yaga. Uh huh. She's my aunt. I think her first name was Sandy. Mm-hmm. Baba Sandy. Baba, Baba, Baba Sandy Yaga. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was great. Where in the world is Baba Sandiaga? <laughs> <laughs> that was good times. But what? So, uh, so you took swimming lessons as a child? Yes. And you'd say you're a proficient swimmer? Oh, I'm very 
very bad at swimming. I don't do it a lot, but I can float on my back. That's like very like the only time I'm ever truly relaxed. Yeah, really, it is really so relaxing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. I I wish I had that skill. You have to. Next time we are both in a pool, I will mm-hmm. teach you. Okay, I'll teach you. It does not take long, and it's great because I was taught, and it was, and like. I yeah. had a similar fear, and then I got to where you are, where, where it's like, if I'm in a pool, that is the re- if I'm doing that, that's the relaxation time for sure. That's my my husband also can't float on his back, and I was like, mm-hmm. I can help you, I can teach, because I remember my uh, my teacher just being like, put your feet up, hold them up, and like being terrified the whole time, and I tried to explain it to him, and it didn't work. So I don't know. Some people just have heavy legs. I like. <laughs> In a, I guess that's it. In a pool, the way that I relax is I just uh, get in the pool and then and I can't relax this way for long because I need air, but just blow out all the air I have and then just sink under and be completely weightless. Mm-hmm. Like that's another like, again, I'm, there's a lot of good things about pools that are coming up here. The ability to be in water that is not jostling you around. Yeah. You have more control of the space around you in a pool. True. True. Like you're in the space station or something. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Pretending you're an astronaut. I would sometimes I'll like if I get in the deep end of the pool and I'll stand on the bottom of the deep end. Did you ever ever do the Superman? Just pretend you're Superman and just shoot right up as hard (laughs) as you can. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yes. 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 If you're in like eight feet, then you got a good, you know, for me, almost three feet. (laughs) 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 Um. Okay. Well, we should probably talk about let's let's talk about pools, pros and con. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know everybody is is going to ask, and thank you, Mark, for asking me. As a swimmer, I'm <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good. We see. I went to a day camp where you took classes, and it was beginner. Like it was whatever. This was the Red Cross camp. Yes, you went to? I made it to intermediate, but not. Yeah, I I spent my whole time with a barrel with three X's around my neck. <laughs> Um, and I didn't make it too advanced because you were supposed to like tread water for a minute. And mm-hmm. I did it for what I thought was a minute. How long was it? Could have gone longer. Three seconds. No, I think it was like 45. <laughs> like it was just short, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I thought I'd heard them say like, okay. So I never got that advanced. What is treading water? Treading water is where you got your head out and you're sort of moving your arms and legs just to sort of stay stationary. Oh, okay. But you're staying afloat. You're keeping yourself afloat and not sinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just because you're sort of moving the water around you. Yeah. Um, so they want you to tread water for a certain amount of time. Would you like us to give you an honorary certification since it was unfairly not granted to you? I think that's what I've been hinting at this whole time. Okay. You know what? Um, hold on, guys. I'm going to plug the printer in. Don't it's tear the sides. Yeah. Just make sure the sides tear off cleanly. Oh, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave the holes on the sides. Oh, great. So, yeah. So, well, we're gonna make it banner style. <laughs> oh, perfect. Can Garfield be on it? Shop. It's like I, twenty pages long. It's great. <laughs> we had one that was just Garfield stuff. You could make your own Garfield comic, but this was for the Commodore sixty four, so you couldn't really make much of a comic. And at that age, I didn't really understand. I just knew I liked Garfield, but I didn't know why. Yeah. So I'd just be like, there he is in a box with Odie. <laughs> I'm just going to send this to Jim Davis. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Have you, there's a Twitter account called eBay Garfield. That's just people selling eBay Garfield things. And every time I look at it, I just remember how much I loved Garfield and I have no idea why. Like I had so much Garfield stuff. That's not related. What did you, what was your most, pro, what, what is the weirdest Garfield thing you had? And what is, what was your favorite thing? Maybe they were the same. Well, I think they, I feel like they were all books, but there was one where it was Garfield that was, 
like nine different styles. Like there was a film noir Garfield and then like a hyper realistic. It's called Nine Lives. Yeah. And this I is classic. one of the books. It's a hardcover anthology of Garfield short stories. It's yeah. really good in was, different styles. It was very strange and <clears throat> yes. but beautiful. Because one of them, Garfield, is a murderer. Garfield I've, murders wait, an old what? woman in one of them. No. Yeah. They had Garfield murder Jim Davis. Come on. I don't think he wrote that story. He didn't write any of them. It was other. It was Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Alan Moore's version. <laughs> it was the uncovered Shakespeare Coriolanus scene <laughs> with Garfield in it. But that was what was your favorite? Um, I you know I don't I don't know. Like I have a memory of owning just so many of the little books. Like I think we get them at yard sales. Mm-hmm. The kind of like half page and or the half like the long, the long books. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know why I liked it or how or when or what, but I loved it. It's the magic of Garfield. I had so much of it. And that's you... why I hate. Sorry, go ahead. Mondays. Oh, sure, but love lasagna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And kick dogs off a table. Yeah. <laughs> I had the phone. Did you guys ever have the phone? No. no. The Garfield, cool. plastic Garfield phone that yeah. his back was the receiver, and you would pick it up, and his eyes would open. And it would look like he was laying there sleeping until you. And this was my phone for my entire childhood. That's was awesome. the so phone. good. Does that Garfield phone still exist, or was it thrown out a long time ago? It was thrown out a long time ago. Oh yeah, when like when college happened, my mom was just okay. Uh, anything that you don't take with you is going to. She said goodwill. It probably went to one of those big car crusher things. <laughs> I assume it's a cube. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a little tiny little. It's the size of a die. Mm-hmm. And then Garfield Garfield's cube. eye is right outside of it, like a monster <laughs> thing. <laughs> Always keeping watch. <laughs> um, did you have any good Garfield stuff? I did. I, well, I had all the books. I had the treasuries. I had like the first five, I think, treasuries that came out. Like I would get them as they came out. It was a really big deal. Wow. We had the Garfield that stuck to the window in the car. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Classic. Um, geez, did I, I think I had a stuffed Garfield too. I must have, cause I had a really like, I had a large stuffed animal collection that I made, I, like painstakingly arranged in like did. a tableau, well into my teenage years. In fact, the most <laughs> prized of those stuffed animals, who is a beanbag turtle named Turtle, uh, still is is at my is it my my uh, the home in Philadelphia. Was this a beanie baby? No, this no, a no. Adult. He was just a he was a, he was a beanie adolescent. Okay. Yearning to be an adult. <laughs> but I, we got him at like a flea market and he went with me everywhere and he's still like in a, like it, that, he will never go away. That's ever. gonna be in the HAL Museum. I would be deeply wounded if, the, if I found out my father threw away that turtle and he would know the second he did it that he had done something wrong. <laughs> Cause I shoved that thing in my parents' face all the time and made it talk to them. <laughs> they, they were very gracious up to a point. Um, Angela, this just popped into my head yeah. from asking or from saying that would be in the HAL Museum. What would be one artifact that would be in the Angela Museum? Ooh, uh, okay. I'm excited about this. My parents just moved out of their house, I guess, a couple of years ago. And so everything that is memorabilia I now own and mm-hmm. then just got rid of a bunch of to move here. Um, the thing I'm thinking about is when I was in um, like middle school, early high school, I made all of my friends fill out a survey and put it <laughs> put it in a friend's notebook, which is like a binder that I decorated with star 
like punched out stars. And then on the back is um, like everything I had back then decorated with AOL CDs. Uh, Wait, what? Well, you could like get 10,000 hour CDs. Yeah. Glued them. That yeah. Amazing. I had those everywhere. So yeah, but the binder, it's just like everybody had to fill it out and they like your dreams and your aspirations and who you're going to marry and like all your dislikes and all of our favorite quotes and our inside jokes and stuff like that. And oh, that's so good. That's yeah. fantastic. Everybody did it have, so every this, year. Yeah. Did you stay friends with all of these people throughout the years or? Oh, no. Like are you one in contact of them. with any of them? And Not one of them, did you say? <laughs> no, no, no. I think about one, one okay. or, one or okay. two of those people um, I'm still in touch with. But yeah, it's it's a weird it's cool. A cool little time capsule. Yeah, yeah. It also is like, I was so clicky and like really obsessed with, um, logging everything. And like, I'm going to remember this time, even though I was not like happy or anything. I'm just <laughs> like, I want to remember everything because yeah. I never want to forget. That's so funny. I didn't take any pictures in college. There are very few pictures of me from college that exist like there because I just didn't, I, I was the opposite where I was like, I don't want, uh, I'll just remember. If something's important, I'll remember it later. Yeah. And I wish now – I wish I had taken some more pictures, mm -hmm. but I also am kind of okay with what I – like I, at this point, I've kind of gotten to, the, to, to a place where I'm like, well, if I didn't remember it, maybe it wasn't that important. Yeah. Or I've repressed it. It'll come up yeah. in some sort of weird, like, hypnotherapy yeah. session. It'll come up with you uh, yelling at Jen for no reason about dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, what is it, Revolutionary Road? Wasn't How, that that? How's your lasagna? Jeff hit me! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We, I love this. We're off topic. We got to talk about, we, are we done with pools? No. Let's talk about we pools. We haven't then. even started. I was scared of pools for a very long time. Ooh. Specifically one pool, and I loved swimming. I was uh, specifically scared of the pool at the Summerton Springs Swim Club. Me too. Where we went. You were, see, you know, yeah. probably for the same reason yeah. that you thought the cocoons from the movie Cocoon were at the bottom <laughs> and you hadn't really seen the movie. All you knew was that there were weird mossy cocoons and pools yep. and that aliens were in them. Why? And they but maybe. nice old people aliens. You don't know if one of them's a jerk and isn't going to grab you by the ankle and pull you in and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. Man. Like a kid wearing a scuba mask. Yeah, yeah exactly. Except it's Wilfred Brimley wearing a scuba mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just acting like kids. Did you see the, did you see that Don Amici pulled that guy under? <laughs> he was gone. Uh, but <laughs> that didn't stop me from going in the pool, but I was constantly looking down. Mm -hmm. And I think I was afraid of of being pulled under because I'd almost drowned in a pool when I was a little bit younger, mm -hmm. this was in Wildwood, New Jersey, mm -hmm. I got in the pool and was too far from the wall and didn't really know how to swim yet. So I just started sinking and I was fighting. And once you get under it, you start to fight. And you don't know what you're doing. You start sinking more. And I got to the point where I literally stopped and shrugged <laughs> underwater. <laughs> I remember this very vividly like, guess I'm going to die now. Oh, and no. my mother, who could not swim at all, jumped into the pool and pulled me to safety. And she could not swim either, so she was barely like... And then Bill had to jump in and save her. <laughs> yeah, but then he didn't know how to swim, oh, so it was God. a stranger. It was a real bucket brigade <laughs> of saving. No, but she pulled me to safety, and uh I think that was why she wanted me to swim. She wanted me to learn how to swim because she never knew how. Oh, mm -hmm. for sure. Did Have either of you ever drowned in a pool almost? Uh No, I have... uh Okay. Well, I have an ocean story. Does I is that okay? Let's right now? save it. Save it for okay, the ocean. I'll save section. it for ocean. Yeah. Save it for the ocean. Um, I never nearly drowned in a pool. Uh, never. I did uh, have 
my paternal grandmother, my grandmom would sit by the pool and when we would do things that looked dangerous to her, she would yell and yell and yell that she was going to come in there and she was going to whoop us uh, and she was going to teach us, you know, teach us a lesson. But we all knew that there was no way in hell she was getting uh, into the pool because she was a uh, she was a wonderful, tiny, squat, tough Italian woman from Philadelphia in her late seventies, who in a housecoat, who had like at the pool, who had no interest in actually no. getting in the water. I will come in there, okay, Grandma, and we would just keep doing whatever it was. We <laughs> don't make me come in there, Mark. Oh my Mark, God. You don't make me. Like I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna get in that pool. God rest your soul. Don't make me. I'm taking off the first housecoat. Um, did you now? So I, I didn't have a near drowning. Angelie didn't have a near drowning. Hal had a near drowning. So one out of three. One yeah. of us was one, real bad at being in a pool as right. a kid. Uh, I did have a near drowning in an ocean. Save it. We're saving the ocean. I know, but I'm saying this is we're saving the stories. <laughs> but the, I'm trying to figure out like where our comparison is because we haven't really set up any criteria. We're just going pros and cons of each. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're ultimately right. gonna going to come up with. From those who has more pros than cons, or do the Great. pros of one outweigh the um, cons? So let's make let's start making our lists. What are the pros of a swimming pool? We've talked about pool toys are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can control the space of the water. It isn't uh, doesn't feel as yep. uncontrolled. Um, temperature. You can control the, the temperature. You can control the temperature. Uh, it's cleaner. Often. Ostensibly. Often, Often, yes. Um, However, I mean, it's full of bleach. <laughs> well, I, I think a pool can, it's, there's a variable of like, it can be very relaxing or it can get full really fast. Right. Yeah. So that's like sort of a balancing act mm-hmm. there. Yes. I, I remember like the public pools in Northeast Philly would load up and I would look at it and go, there's no way I'm getting in there because there is no space. It just look, it, does not look like fun. It's a bunch of people bobbing up and down in one spot. And it, 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 they have to have heated up the pool to near boiling temperature <laughs> just with their bodies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is good because that will kill all the bacteria they're putting in there. Yes. Is there germ uh, Is there germ considerations for a public pool? I mean, I guess. You, the, probably there are more people. All right. If you're in a pool, which is a finite amount of space, and yeah. a couple people pee. <laughs> That's trouble. Now they have the dye where it turns green or something. I feel like that's a urban legend, isn't it's, it? It's been around. It's an urban legend that's been around for at least 20 years and it may be real. Yeah. 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 Well, but, I feel like they tell everyone there's no one's going to refute it because yeah. no one wants to have a person pee in the pool. So let's yeah. all just St- maintain this. Let's all go pee in pools and see if it's real. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yes. Well, let's that, be, yes. that being said, come on, who, guys, let's all go pee in the pool. Is there anybody here who has never peed in a pool? Uh, I have never peed in a pool. Not consciously as like, not any older than like a toddler. I was terrified of that die. Oh, sure. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't think I ever peed in the pool. Oh, now who's the rule follower? What? <laughs> I peed in a pool. Yeah. Did you guys pee in the pool? Yeah. I don't remember the age cutoff. Like, but yeah, of course I've been them. 22. 25. Yeah. Next to- toddler year. Toddler is under 25? Yeah, toddler. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Next, next year. Next year I'll stop. Not, not older than 30. I've never been. Oh, good. Oh, easy. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I have not either. 
Because at that age, you're like, I can go to the, I'm just going to go to the restroom that's right over there. <laughs> yeah. When you're a child, you're like, I can just, this, is, this whole thing's just a big toilet. Think <laughs> about it. I think I was, when I went to my brother's wedding, uh, it, it was at an all-inclusive resort and there was a bar in the pool mm-hmm. and people would just drink and drink and drink and drink in the pool. And I got out every time and went to the bathroom when I had to pee and then I would get back in the pool and it eventually dawned on me that I was the only one doing oh, that. God. Why? Uh, it was a big enough <laughs> Well, pool. it is all-inclusive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, pee. Yeah. Is a definite negative. Sure. For a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. How about, um, uh, what else is a negative for a swimming pool? I feel, well, it depends. Like, there's public pool. Obviously, that's like socially, uh, uncomfortable. I don't yes. know. Mm-hmm. Just because there's humans around. And that's always the worst. <laughs> yep. Um, or like a pool party. That's like, most of my pool experience, I feel like, was like adolescence and teens and like, like I'm at, at someone's a, house that yeah. had a pool. Okay. And that's just. Did you hate that? I hated it. I did. I did too. But I wanted a pool party when I was very young at like the Y because it had yes. an indoor pool and my birthday is in January. Yeah. I had one. I had, I remember you had a, we, you had a January birthday too? No. Yeah. One year. One year. And a pool party. Everybody should try it once. January Boston pool party. You yeah, guys. yeah. You had a Y pool party? No, I, your... I think we got like a room at the hotel in mm-hmm. Westford, Massachusetts so I could have like a pool party with like three friends. I might have a November birthday. So. Okay. Was it an indoor pool? It was an indoor pool, yes. Uh, it was a fish-themed party. Any other questions? The band yes. or the animals? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the fish played there. Oh, but wow. That was to fit in with but the fish. But the band fish with the F. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was so they would fit in. With the fish Aww. theme, the nautical theme, yeah. I like that. Did you wear a fin, like a mermaid fin? I did not. But I've been thinking about that a lot recently. About doing it? Yeah. Or hiring people to do it, just to kind of be around me. Just you have know? mermaids around you at all times? Yeah. <laughs> Would they have a tank that they would have to be in? <laughs> I don't know. Like that little fish on the back of the scooter in Emma Otter's Jugman Christmas? <laughs> yes. <sighs> Not a lot of people saw that, I guess. Mark. Um, all right. So we've got our list. We're starting to narr- whittle things down, like things we like and things we don't like about pools. It okay. seems like the social aspect of a public pool is uncomfortable. Yes. Um, that the... The peeing in the pool, which kind of fits in that same mm-hmm. uh, feeling. Um, but there is a controllable factor in a pool that is a plus for it. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. Yes. And diving boards. Diving boards are I love diving the boards. best. Yeah. yeah? They're diving so much fun. Amazing. There are high dives, too, that I never want to take. But, uh, you know... The fantasy of jumping really high into a pool and being safe is always there. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good TV shows about it. <laughs> about high diving? Yeah. Do you remember the show where celebrities did high dives? Yes. Is that I remember what you were promos referencing? for it. I remember seeing Louis Anderson. Yes. Yeah. Just like, just getting in, him in the pool was like, they gave him a 10 just because he finally went forward off the diving board yeah. instead of backwards back down the stairs. And he was in tears. Yeah. Just said having done it. I guess it was so traumatic for him. God bless him for doing it. And then he won an Emmy like a couple years later. So go dive off a, a high board into some water. And yeah. you will win an Emmy. And you will win an Emmy. Mm-hmm. If you play Zach Galifianakis' mother. Everybody gets a turn. Girl. <laughs> That's um, Hollywood. <laughs> Everybody right, gets so, a turn. Uh, let, should we move on to Ocean? 
Yeah, I mean, is there anything else to say? Well, okay, let's talk about some other. I just want to talk about a couple other varieties of pool because ocean okay. is ocean is an ocean. There are two kinds: sand on the bottom and coral on the bottom. But pools, you have you have the in ground, which is kind of what we're talking about here. Nobody is talking about an above ground pool being more fun than any. There other are version. some good above ground pools that are relaxing. You can still because you can build. So my uh, sister and brother in law have an above ground pool that they've built a deck around. So for all intents okay. and purposes, so it feels like it in, feels like an in ground. Yeah, um, and you but can just like that one that you see like on like advertised on TV that's just basically like a giant hot tub or it looks like a tent that's been flipped over and filled with water. Yes. No, those aren't great. We had I feel like that was what most pools were like when I was a teen. It was just like a big um column of water. Yeah. I remember the one fun thing about that is that if you all swim around in a circle you can make it like a whirlpool thing, which feels dangerous. <laughs> And I think we were Did always you put one person in the middle. And uh, yeah, them and the, the eye of the storm. And then you could float around in the circle. But we were always told to stop, so maybe you shouldn't do that. I don't yeah. know if that should be part of the argument. Well, that's what that's what's going to send you down to the cocoon, people. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Jessica yeah. Tandy's waiting for you. Do you really? You really want her to drag you down into the briny deep of your above ground pool? I want to keep bringing up the movie Cocoon just to see how many of the cast members you remember: Donna Michi, Wilford Brimley, and uh, Jessica Tandy's so far. Uh huh. That's right. I get that movie confused with batteries not included. Uh, similar, similar, similar cast. cast. Same time, some of the little crossover. But it didn't have the same terror of thinking that Hume Cronin was going to drag you down to the bottom wow. of the pool and hold Keep you there until all the oxygen <laughs> left your body. Uh, what about kid pools? Can we talk about them very quickly? Because I remember two kinds. Okay. Mm-hmm. One one was like the cool kind where it was preformed and rigid, so all you had to do was pour water in. Yeah. And then there were the ones that we had, which was like the plastic bottom. It was all folded in. Yeah. So you'd pour in the water, and then you'd have to the hold the walls up, fill up as yes. you went. Yeah. Absolutely. So I just – I always wanted one of the sol- – because sometimes the solid ones would have like a little slide mm-hmm. and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or pictures of, like, Mickey Mouse on the outside. Yeah, Mickey would be on there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the version that I had were, like, Morky Mouse <laughs> and Dolan Duck were there hanging out. Gooby, please. Um, all right, that's enough about pools. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else to add about pools? I really like pools. You do? Yeah? That's what I have to say about it. Yeah. Right now I'm into it. Because you're new to Los Angeles yeah. and you have one in your backyard. Correct. Yeah. That <laughs> you is. You started this whole thing with like, oh, pools are not for me. And then it was like, I really love pools. Yeah. Guys. No. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's the last nine days really turned me around on them. I feel you. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we, we wander over to the oceans to see what we like and dislike there, let's take a brief break. Find out where that dinging is coming from. Find out where that dinging is coming from. <laughs> and I'll go talk to Steve Gutenberg on the set of Cocoon in 1985. <laughs> Uh, and he'll tell me about some of the other great shows on Maximum Fun. That's when we come back. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventurers? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon and say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. 
It is very effective against all odds. Everybody, we're the McRoys. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. Hey, Max Fun fans, it's me, Jesse, the owner of Maximum Fun. I've got a question for you. Will you help us make our shows better? We wanted to find a way to find out what the Max Fun community thinks about our shows. So we started something called the Max Fun Listener Panel. Basically, you subscribe to a podcast feed, and twice a month or so, roughly speaking, we'll send you an episode of a show and instructions on how to fill out a quick survey about what you think about that show. Ten questions. Nothing too crazy. You'll be hearing existing shows that we're thinking about making changes to. Secret pilots of shows that we're developing that you'll only hear this way. Uh, Shows we're considering adding to the network. And what you think about them really matters to us. So to join the panel, it's easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. That's MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. Thanks for helping make Max Fun better. And we're back. Angela, tell us your ocean story. Please. Okay. Well, it's not me. It's my sister, which is even okay. worse. I don't know. Uh, I have – and this is also to your pool toys. We had a big alligator, like an inflatable alligator mm-hmm. and with two handles on it. A classic. Yeah. And um, I remember we were in an ocean with it. And this story, it's – we've – like is was retold to us so many times that I actually have no idea what was real, but um, so, uh, there was a cocoon. Um, oh, and, no. yeah. weird! Hume Cronin was in it. <laughs> there he was. Uh, but Aubrey, uh, my sister, yes. was on the uh, alligator. It somehow flipped upside down with the waves, and she was still holding on to it, probably for about forty-five minutes, and then she almost died until somebody saved her. I don't think that's true, but mm-hmm. like she flipped over for just a minute. We was pretty sure she was gonna die until my dad like flipped her back over or got her. Um, but it was definitely the story we had like since I was like. Three three years old of like if you're in the ocean like chances are even if you're on a flotation device like 90 percent you're gonna drown and like <laughs> there's gonna be fish there but like that story always had like and then there were fish like nibbling on my toes or something my dad thought was a really cute thing and i was like oh there's animals that want to eat you <laughs> the alligator won't save you a uh, fish nibbling on your toes turned into an alligator wanting to, or a fish uh, animals in the sea wanting to eat you exactly what did a puppy licking your face turn into i don't like dogs <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of of fears that I'm really excited to talk about. Uh, Great about what, this. Which of them revolve around the ocean? Uh, octopuses. So Ooh, octopuses sure. are super smart, mm-hmm. and they're like everybody knows all of those stories about how they can like climb through tiny spaces and like open jars. And that video of one opening a jar, is, yeah, is yeah. jarring. Um, and I am absolutely terrified of octopuses and sharks and just anything else in the ocean not for any particular personal reason Mm -hmm. but the only way i can get myself to not be afraid is i have made a personal pact with sea creatures that i'm going to stay on land and they will stay in the ocean Mm -hmm. and therefore we will not fight anymore so you will not get in an ocean i I'll, i'll put my feet in a little bit but i i the fear is strong and like somehow i made that mental rule for myself a few years ago of like nah that's okay like 
they should be free and so, I'll leave them alone. So if, if somebody was like, Angela. Yeah. I have a trip for you and your husband. I'm going to take you to Hawaii. Yeah. It's going to be a beautiful day. We're going to go out on a catamaran. And then around the island of Molokini, just off of Maui, we're going to go snorkeling. Yeah. Well, and I've done that, but it's terrifying every time. And afterwards, mm. I like I have to force myself to like overcome the like, this is very uncomfortable and right. scary. And then afterwards, I'm not like, immediately, let's do that again. Do you enjoy boats? I like, I like, yeah, I like boats. I like going on the cruise, like the Joko mm-hmm. cruise, and I yeah. like a little catamaran sometimes. But I feel like that is a betrayal of the pact that I've made with the ocean. Really? Even yeah. being above the water? Yeah. Okay. Well, because I just, I don't know. I've never read Lovecraft, but like that really hits hits me like that's going to happen. Well, uh, yeah. If, if you look at any Lovecraftian images, of course you're going to hate the water because isn't there a kraken in every picture? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are in the, like, we don't know for sure that that doesn't exist. We can't prove can't it. prove a negative. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We have no reason to assume that, and they're probably all under the control of Brian Dennehy, which is why they'll pull you down. There you go. Into the briny. All right. So in negatives for ocean. Yep. Krakens. <laughs> yes. Um, all, all forms of death. Yeah. The, the second you set foot in the ocean, something will kill you. There's, yeah. The motion of the ocean is is tough. And mm-hmm. it, the reason I use that specific example is on our honeymoon, Jennifer and I went snorkeling at Molokini. It was one of the things that we did. And the waters were so rough that on the boat, we were like, oh, the, even I was getting motion sickness, which I don't. Mm-hmm. Jennifer was like full blown. I'm going to lay down with my eyes closed real tight. But let's get in the water. It'll probably be better there. And even s- just swimming around, it was so rough that I was getting nauseated just being in the water. Wow. Which I've never experienced mm-hmm. before. So that's, that is a negative. But I also think that movement is a positive because the, part of the fun of getting in the ocean is, is when the waves come. Yeah. You try to yeah. jump over them or jump in them. Oh, yeah. Or body there, surf. There, there are, there are moments that, the variety that comes with the ocean, there's, you get those moments of like, oh, the anticipation of that is really fun. Yes. Um, I feel like now I, I, I feel like it's really fun. I feel like we have to convince you. No, it's, I, I acknowledge that it is fun, but I had my, that like the fear part of it, like I, yeah. I'll go and like go past the waves and you just kind of bounce up and down and stuff, but mm. I'm never like relaxed in the way yeah. that I would be in a pool where I'm just like, I'm having fun in the water because it's water and it's weightlessness and it's nice. It's like, I'm having a good time because I overcame a giant fear and like, I'm doing it, but also I could die and I wouldn't be like surprised. (laughs) (laughs) But does it not, it doesn't get any better. Like you, you've done it. The next time you do it is a little less scary or is it just, it has time to refill. Yeah. And that you're like, well, okay, that time I didn't die. There's five more chambers. I, that's, I think, and it's probably, I know it's unreasonable. I was about to say it's probably unreasonable. I don't think that many people are killed by octopuses yeah. strangling them and pulling them to the deep. You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. But Daily. <laughs> well, we're doing so much to that poor ocean. Like, let's yeah. just leave them, have um, our tea parties. Are you a beach fan? I'm also not a beach fan. So okay. that's probably part of the problem. I have a feeling that pool's going to win. <laughs> It kind of feels that way, but let's let's just see what happens. Um, we'll just uh... there's something that I like uh, on the plus side for the ocean. Um, for me, is that it is a that it's natural 
and there is it's it really does feel like communing with nature uh because it feels like you are on the edge of the world and the va- when you look out at an ocean the vastness of it is um i think is good for perspective yes did you ever fantasize as a child in the ocean that you could like back float all the way to another continent oh yeah i always worried that i would lay down on the water because salt water i could lay on because yes you're more buoyant yep and uh that i would open my eyes and be in china did that ever happen in an instant uh <laughs> not yet fingers crossed okay oh man would i love to play a prank on you <laughs> Where you fall, where you fall asleep in the ocean, yeah, and then and then I bring in a bunch of extras who only speak Mandarin. So when you come back, you for all intents and purposes, you are there. There's like a backdrop and signs in Chinese. Oh, that would be so great. Oh, that is uh, that would be real mean, Hal. Mm, That'd I wonder, be real mean. I wonder when I'm going to do that. Um, I, another on the plus yeah. side for oceans. Mm-hmm. Um. I know, I don't know, there, there was no stipulation in this, uh, in this, uh, topic. It just said ocean versus pool. Right. Um, so I think one thing that the ocean has going for it is that it covers the vast majority of the earth and is a vast <laughs> untapped ecosystem filled with all kinds of wonders that we are just now beginning to understand. Yeah. I think if you. Or is this more about our, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I think if the question is like, which is better like and cooler the answer is i think the ocean definitely like it's amazing it's yeah. like it's like a deity yeah. and like a world yeah that is like it literally like another planet's worth of stuff we don't know about it's awesome but, but is this question is yeah. the is the comparison is is there a relationship to humans and being in it inherent in the question I think it is. I don't think, right. I don't think you. Or am I going to get accused of trolling if I say that the ocean's better because there's vast life forms in it? Well, I mean, that's certainly if you're going to just make the argument of like, which has more value to humanity? <laughs> to, it's the ocean. Why has it always got to be about humanity, Hal? Because. Let it have more value to Mother Earth. Mother mm. Earth doesn't own a podcast network. Yeah. <laughs> How does this affect Jesse? I don't see Jesse wielding a trident and wading into the Pacific every night to go see his family, for I goodness sakes. picture that very well. I can picture it, too. Yeah. With a, a small crown, like a tiny yeah. crown on his head. He would have the, he would have the absolute greatest, uh, like, ocean-going outfits. My favorite part of going to Maximum Fun every week to record Tights and Fights is if Jesse is there, I'm very excited to see what he's wearing because he's got such like a strong fashion sense that I have the opposite of. And I'm like, let's see what, let's see what somebody with fashion sense is wearing. (laughs) And it is never a disappointment. I've always like, Jesse goes, I wonder which of the four t-shirts Hal's going to have on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he thinks I have four. (laughs) It's either going to be the Avengers, the welcome to Nightmare Thrilling Adventure Hour crossover. Uh huh. Um, Nope, that's it. Just those two. So it's going to be oh, one of them. There's a Captain America in there. There is a Captain America. I There's wore also the a thrilling day. shirt that I also have that I think of as my Hal shirt. Yeah, we have oh. the same one. Mm-hmm. And I have, I, have the, I have the actual Hal shirt, too. God. With my face on it. <laughs> Which is a pretty amazing shirt. Oh, Have you seen the Hal shirt? I don't know if I have. Uh, when we're done recording, I'll have to show you yeah. the Hal shirt. Well, you know what? We'll, we have to take a picture together afterwards, so that'll be the picture with the Hal shirt. Perfect. That we'll post. Oh. Right? Uh, <laughs> no, it is perfect. But I, th- I think what Haley was asking, I think she's talking about swimming. Like swimming, we say, okay. it's summertime. 
you're getting in the water. I, I will say I've been in LA for 17 years mm-hmm. and I've been in the Pacific Ocean twice. You live in, on the ocean. I live on the ocean. I've gone into kayak and I love mm-hmm. that. But there's a pool in my apartment building and I would, if I, if it's hot and I want to be refreshed and relaxed, I'm getting in the pool. Yeah. Do you do that a lot? I, sorry. No, go ahead. N- more often now than I have in the past. Okay. I've only been in like a couple times this summer, but it's really nice. Like I'll go home and be like, oh, I'm, I'm hot. I'm going to throw on swim trunks, go in the pool real quick and then come out. If it, if I lived in a house with a pool, I'd probably be in it all the time. All the time. You also have to going to the beach and to get into the ocean. You have to walk a heck of a lot further than you usually have to walk to get into a pool. A pool is like from the back door to the pool or down the block to the neighborhood pool. With the ocean, it's you pack all of your stuff up. You get however many friends or family are coming with you and you lug all of your gear down a half mile through sand to get into the ocean, it, which makes it feel more like getting in the ocean feels like an event. Uh, whereas getting in a pool feels way more like a thing that you can just do every day. But does that work? I mean, look, there are people who do not get to go to pools that often. So going to the pool is an event. Yeah. But true. overall, taken as an average of mm-hmm. the people who have ready access to swimming, the pool, the, the ocean is more of an event where in Philly, we're going down the shore. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Does that, is that a tick in its favor or it, because you just gave two sides of the same coin. One is, you have to do all this prep work mm-hmm. to go to the ocean. You got to pack a bag and bring your your towel, your sunscreen, your little radio, football, whatever. Uh, but if you're going to the pool, you're probably just going to go there and jump in and then mm-hmm. get out. But at the same time, going to the ocean is something very special, which is why you do all that prep work for it. Yeah. It, yeah. it means more to get in the ocean. But I, I don't know about that. Wait, what does it mean? That, I mean, that's that, that for me, it goes back to that. Like I get very philosophical when I go into the ocean, like that whole vastness thing. Like you, I'm, I'm stepping a toe into a thing that if I kept moving forward, I would wind up on another continent. That mm-hmm. is crazy. I'm at the, we live in the United States. I am at the edge of the country. If I, I, I am, I've walked. As far west in the United States as I can walk. That to me is very, it's a weirdly humbling, like it feels big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does anybody here surf or has done that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I tried I like it. I feel like that's like a I'm conquering nature kind of thing or like communing with it kind yeah. of experience, which I think if I weren't too scared to do it would be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at it. Yeah. I've done it a handful of times, but really love it for that reason. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you're communing with, you're trying to listen to the waves and you are, it's that, there's that sense of being with nature. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, the film Moana. Yeah. I loved Moana <laughs> so great. much. It is so, I've probably seen that movie half a dozen times now. Yeah. Just because the music's great, the, yeah. It would be not as good of a movie if it was about a pool. Exactly. That's she would just true. have to get from one end of the pool <laughs> yeah. 
to the other. <laughs> Go get the rock. Yeah. Get in a pool. Why are you following the stars? <laughs> you can clearly see the other side of this pool. There's a ledge six feet deep going there, and I touched it. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. And that's the end of the movie. Just roll credits. <laughs> but for 90 minutes, because there was so much CGI. Yeah. Just to make that, boy, that water in that movie looks good. Oh, too. boy. The water team did a great yeah, job. Um. I want to talk about one dangerous thing in the ocean. We talked about octopi. Mm-hmm. We talked about sharks. There was a shark attack at the next beach over on our honeymoon, and it was like waist-high water. Because that's something that Jennifer will say is like, a shark can attack you in waist-high water. And I'm like, all right. I'm sure they can, but it doesn't mean that they will. Man. Did you? I'll tell you, my, the, I, <laughs> I was wrong very early in my foray as a, <laughs> as a spouse. Yeah. At, to the point where, like, well, I can't, I can't even make the argument because it happened. <laughs> it happened like today. It Jason. happened right over there. She paid that shark to do that. She, yeah, yeah, she paid that shark off. Hey, shark, help me make a point, <laughs> man. I'll tell you, it was uh, now like it, like it's very hard to get in that water <laughs> to get her that water. I'm fine, yeah. But the thing that that I don't like are jellyfish. Yes, and jellyfish. They're gross and stingy. They'll sting you, yeah. and they're like. In in New Jersey, like Hawaii is coral, so you can't really you can't put your feet on on the ocean floor at all. If you're surfing, you have to fall, do the nesty plunge, and fall flat back. But in New Jersey, there are jellyfish everywhere, and it's all sand, so you could step on one. So I would always want to wear water shoes. I did not and do not like going into the ocean barefoot, and oh, I love it uh, because I'm but afraid of jellyfish because of the rocks too, like. That's, there aren't a ton of them. It's, it's mostly not, sand. It's not, no, no, no. It's not very rocky. It's, in New York, like, the the Rockaways, like, those yeah. Jacob Reese Beach the, and oh, that is very... Those are all dead bodies. Those are just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of mobster skulls yeah. that you're Mobsters, stepping on. Mobster skulls and the bottom part of a Coke bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but I was always afraid of jellyfish. At one time, I'm standing in the water, like, about waist high, and I look, and to the right of me is a giant jellyfish... And then I look on the other side of me, and there's another giant jellyfish. And it was like the end of a Three Stooges. I popped out of the water and like ran on the surface, <laughs> like like as a xylophone play. Yeah, I was like, there goes forty yard ja- dash Jesus just running back <laughs> towards the sand. And I, I uh. did not get back in the ocean for a while after that because th- I figured out like they had my scent. Yeah, they're even on the dry land. Sometimes they'll just wash up. You got you can't you can walk on them just walking on the sand. Yeah, the jellyfish are gross. And only, like they're gross and dumb and only exist to like, oh, if anybody gets in my sphere, I'm gonna hurt him. Like that ugh. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Pool wins. <laughs> <laughs> do you think uh do you think you would pick for swimming? I think it's I think she's asking about swimming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would rather swim in the pool because there's also not an undertow that will drag you away no matter how good a swimmer you are and then the mm-hmm. lifeguard has to come get you something that also happened to me because i know you you swim along like the horizon line if that happens uh-huh. but it pulls you out you can't like i was like come on that's people were making it up the undertow can't be that bad because that's that, that's what my mother would be like don't go out too far because the undertow yeah. and then sure enough it's like playing blackjack yeah you you bust nope you're done and I wasn't I like I was being dragged to my death, but I was like, oh, I'm not getting any closer to shore. And until the undertow goes away, I won't be able to. And you start getting tired because mm-hmm. you're swimming so hard to get back. I'd just like to point out that 
in this episode about swimming. Yeah. I feel like anyone who listens to this episode will never swim. <laughs> then we've done our job. Well, I'm glad we eliminated like lakes and ponds because I think lakes are like super pleasant to swim in. They have like a finite number of creatures and none of them are octopuses. And then you're just there. But we can't talk about that. So what about that anaconda? In, it was, uh, that was in the that river. That was in a river. Isn't there, isn't there, what about Rivers Lake Placid? My favorite. Lake Placid, there's a giant monster in the lake. Man, why? You guys are obsessed with monsters. <laughs> Listen, when Oliver Platt tells you, <laughs> he's in Lake Placid, right? Probably oh. is. We used to, uh, my old roommate in college and I, we used to love the movie Anaconda, specifically for the scene where the Anaconda spits John Voight out and then he winks and then dies. <laughs> Like, like John Voight has been just, oh man, if I ever get spit out of this anaconda, I'm going to get one last little button zinger in. Oh, beautiful. Um, does it feel like we're ready to rule then? Yeah, I think so. I'm ready. All right. Um, are we all comfortable with this? Angela, as our guest, you're comfortable with uh, the choice that I'm assuming we all think we have made? Yes. Do you want to do a one, two, three? Yes, just so we're all on the same page. Okay. Go ahead. One. Two, three. Pools. People of the world, get out of the ocean. A shark will get you. (laughs) My wife was right. It doesn't take much water. The jellyfish are there. The octopi are there. You can get sick just snorkeling around. Yes, I get it. Dolphins. Honu. Beautiful fish. You just – right now we're sitting in Mark's apartment. What was that? Mammal. Mammals. That's right. We're sitting looking at an aquarium filled with beautiful fish. And it's not even real. It's just a YouTube video he started playing. Look, man, I like using my TV as a ball art. I'm getting the best of the ocean. The, the whole Titanic is down there somewhere. There's so many like like people bones at the bottom. You never go into a pool and see people bones. And if you do, call 911 because you just stumbled into a murderer's <laughs> backyard. Pools. Welcome to the Specter House. <laughs> yeah, pools are fun. Everybody gathers at the pool. It's a social uh, – uh, uh, engagement to all be there together. There are swim clubs and backyard parties and the Y and hotels. That, that's what that's what the summer's about. You're swimming in a controlled environment. The ocean's great, but leave it alone. We do enough to to the sea without putting our gross, oily, suntanned bodies into it. Like it's enough that we're dropping in garbage without dropping in the worst garbage of all humanity <laughs> into that ocean. That's it. Pools are better. Asked and answered. Well, thank you, Haley, for the suggestion. And Angela, thank you for doing the show. This was Th- so This much is fun. coming out. Love Problems is out right now. Yes. Yes. Tell, tell everybody this, that's right, about it, came, it. At the time of this playing, it came out yesterday. It came out, it came out today. 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 It's this today. Very Unless you're listening on Wednesday. Then it came out yesterday. Right. Oh, time. Um, yeah. So Love <laughs> Problems I don't know when show drops. is uh, an album by my band, The Double Clicks. Yeah. It's got science space sadness relationships it's got some fun queer stuff on it it's just i'm really proud of this album and it's uh it's out now on your itunes and your whatever else spotify places like that so check out love problems by the double clicks please and this was you kickstarted this album yeah correct we did kickstart it it was super uh well supported which is awesome we're going to be able to make some more stuff too so and we're bringing on tour that's awesome when do you go on tour uh, that'll be at the end of August. We'll be in New York at the Bell House in uh, the Philadelphia area, yeah. the Boston area, and near Washington, D.C. at Jam and Java in Vienna, Virginia. So 
thedoubleclicks.com has dates, and we'd love for people to come to those shows. If you have not heard The Double Clicks, do yourself a favor. They are so much fun. I love listening to y'all, and I'm very excited that you have a new album out. Thank you. Yeah, not only is it well-done music, but also there are tons of great positive messages for people mm-hmm. out there uh, who need all sorts of encouragement and uh, to feel like they're not alone and to feel like they're supported and empowered. So, uh, I mean, we've known each other for how many years now? 20 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Ever since we both escaped that cocoon <laughs> at the bottom of the Summerton Springs pool. <laughs> and Four. then played Karate Champ yeah. at that one arcade machine outside of the snack bar it together. It's good times. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Will you come back? Absolutely. All right. Binding contract. That's right. It's been recorded. That's All right. It right. has to happen. Uh, well, this topic is covered, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. Or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or hey, why not join our Facebook group where we're all talking to one another? Angela's there. Uh, yeah. I'm there. If Mark got on Facebook, he would be there. You guys, I'm thinking about getting back on Facebook. <gasps> oh, then you don't want to miss it. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. If we had a raft big enough for all of us to get on it, you guys, we would all jump in a great big pool right now, (laughs) and it would be the best. And we would flip over, just like Angela's sister, (laughs) and we would spend 45 minutes underwater together. Uh, I think that may have been an exaggerated story. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We we got got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.